the idea for us, Mind Food, is that mm. your books are legacy. Yeah. They are means to create a legacy for you. What if you could take charge of your publishing and then leverage your book to create financial freedom and leave a legacy? Wouldn't you want to find out just how to do that? Well, that's what this podcast is all about. Hi, I'm Henneke Wodkiss, Porter speaker, coach, author of Podcast Power and the host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast, inviting you to listen to the Entrepreneur Secrets podcast brought to you by C. Ruth Taylor, best-selling in the author and the Caribbean's most trusted voice on entrepreneurship. Tune in for inspiration, information, and innovation to write and win with books. Get ready to dominate entrepreneurship. Greetings, entrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 73 of the Entrepreneur Secrets podcast. I'm your host, C. Ruth Taylor, and this is a show that gives you the roadmap to take charge of your publishing with stories and strategies to dominate entrepreneurship. Coming up on today's show, we are going to be looking at some entrepreneur journeys and we are going to be highlighting the perspectives of three authors from our Caribbean Entrepreneur Summit held in January 2022 during our Q&A session hosted by Rowan King, one of the CFOs from Bamboo Sparks. And the authors were sharing a little bit of their author journey and some writing and publishing tips. We have uh, Daniel Francis from Trinidad and Tobago and then Natasia and Jamar Wright from Jamaica. And they'll be introducing themselves and telling you a little bit more about their writing journey and offering some perspectives that I believe will help you to find the courage to write and shift just how you think about writing and publishing so that you can have some success on this journey. Before we get into that, I want to talk about my latest entrepreneurship venture <laughs> and also provide some feedback on the episode that was aired last week with Michael Laurent. So let's have a word from our sponsor, Bamboo Sparks, and then I'll come back with that news. Your book is the perfect spark to get the fire going in your personal life career, business, or ministry. Light that book spark today with Bamboo Sparks, a global independent publishing services and publishing education and training business for transformation. Bamboo Sparks will take you from manuscript to market faster than you thought possible and even manage the process for you. Check out their three main offerings, the self-publishing spark, the rocket writing spark, and their Bamboo Sparks done-for-you management deals for authors in the Caribbean and the diaspora. Discover how Bamboo Sparks can help you to publish and leverage your book to grow 90 feet tall at bamboosparks.com and that's bamboo with a U. All right, so the episode with Michael Laurent on estate planning for authors really stirred up a lot of excitement. And as I shared and promoted on LinkedIn to my email list 
and YouTube, we got some interesting feedback. So Henika Watkins-Porter, who is host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast, she said she really loved the episode, but it has left her with lots to do. <laughs> and I know when we think about all that has to be done when we have multiple books that it can be overwhelming and so we want to really thank Michael that he gave us that checklist that we can use to begin to eat this elephant one bite at a time then hop on over to YouTube Patricia Fletcher author of the book Hezekiah Many Houses One Life that's a historical fiction she said this was undoubtedly a vitally important interview with Michael because it has shone necessary light on the need to not merely make a will but to organize our affairs electronic filing and backup so that our beneficiaries will have guidance through the letter he referenced and across the password storage option to our treasure trove of literary work she said the lack of such organization has resulted in a delay of 20 years in settling her father's estate. She appreciates this interview so much because the same fate would have befallen her only child if she had not listened to the interview. So episode 72 on estate planning for authors was really impactful. So we want to thank Michael Laurent for coming and sharing. And remember, you can go out and still get the resource. If you didn't listen to that episode, it's episode 72. And there's an author estate planning checklist that I'll repost in the show notes. And following on the heels of that interview and that episode, I had my first published legacies workshop on Friday, September 9, 2022. And it was really good. It was really a pilot workshop and we had three authors in attendance. And it was so interesting that uh, these authors were honoring the legacies of either a parent or a grandmother and just sharing how the voice really inspired them. And so the book is really creating an impact. And that's the book that I wrote as a published legacy to honor my own grandmother. And uh, I am really looking forward to hosting more workshops. We kind of broke down the process in writing the voice, how I did it, what are some of the things you can include or look for if you're writing your parents' memoir, biography, and really try to, to see if we could come up with a kind of recipe. And I really enjoyed the session. So that is one of the latest in terms of my entrepreneur ventures coming out of the book, The Voice. Another entrepreneurship venture, that is, we are leveraging our books beyond book sales to impact persons and also to create income, is that we're having a Write and Retire Right seminar coming up on October 13. It's going to be held at the University of Technology, both in person and online. And it's going to be free streamed via the Entrepreneur Secrets YouTube channel. That's my own YouTube channel, which is an extension of this podcast. We're going to be looking at uh, a design for retirement. So retiring right. We're going to look at how you can write and retire right. 
And we're going to look at how you can plan to be financially fit and retire right. So myself will be there as well as another author, Patricia Reed War, author of the book, Retirement and New Adventure, as well as a financial advisor, Wendy Salmon. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm glad we're going to stream it so that you'll be able to watch it over and over again. So that's the latest in terms of my entrepreneurship venture. The book that that venture is built on is also called Write and Retire Right. It's secrets to write nonfiction fast and create sustainable income for your retirement years. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Sometimes you wonder what's the rationale behind writing and what is the process like? And so as these three entrepreneurs, Caribbean entrepreneurs, share a little bit of their journey and offer some tips, I want you to take note and then send me feedback, whether by email, a post on LinkedIn, or commenting on the YouTube channel. Let me know what these three authors said that resonated with you. All right. Hi. Good, good night, everyone. My name is Daniel Francis. I am a two-time author of self-help book, The Millennial Mind, and fictional book, The Millennial Experience. I'm also a success coach and a self-publishing coach. General information about my book, I mean, as it sounds, it's really more or less for millennials, for people above who want to understand millennials or people younger, just to kind of understand why we do the things we do, why we're such a hated generation for some reason but it really just speaks the tips and tricks and things that we should be doing and focusing on to help us kind of move forward um in our lives um for me you know i, I love this summit and my topic was mainly surrounded on selling 2,000 copies of my book even though we're in a pandemic and for me just a quick tip on you know how i was able to do that was really you know for me it's really to go heavy on the marketing and the sales but also to really meet people where they are you know, giving them multiple ways that they can reach a book. Uh, because, you know, with a pandemic, some people may not be able to, to get it at a bookstore. For instance, when my book came out, bookstores were closed for an entire year. So that forced me to do deliveries. That forced me to go online. That forced me to, to, to get people to go to Amazon. You know, I'm trying to meet people where they are. What's the easiest way for them to get it? So that's something you can think about when it comes to getting your book, your book or your books uh, to your to your readers. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you very much, um, Daniel. Wonderful, wonderful. And Jamma Natasha, right here, dynamic door. Support yourself, please. Hello, everyone. So excited to be a part of this wonderful summit teaching you about everything entrepreneur. Um, Jamar and I uh, are United Nations ambassadors, we are three time authors business owners, HR and leadership consultants, and the list is very long, but <laughs> we are pretty much partners in business and um, through marriage. Excited to just be sharing our wisdom with you and even our pitfalls. What are some of the things that we went through that we wouldn't want you to go through? Um, we had actually published our book that at very, very early um, in, as, 2014. from 2014, when a lot of the things that were happening right now in terms of strategy and so on wasn't really our own. Um, so we found ingenious ways to get our books in the hands of people. 
And so uh, what we spoke on on day three was actually the mindset behind book publishing. What kind of success mind, mindset is needed for you to be a successful author? And we can share one of those tips with you. Yeah, I think for, for a, a lot of people, when they publish book, their main idea is to, to sell, to sell the book. And that is very important because you don't want to write a book and the book is not into the hands of the reader. But what I would encourage authors to do is to develop themselves in, instead of focusing on the sale of the book. Because if you develop yourself, if you grow and become, then you will get access to more platform and then you could put more books into people's hands. For example, when we go into corporate space and we speak, people want to know, do you have any other resources? And then we can give them the resources. We also use our social media platform. We write every single day. We write every single day and we post on social media. And the thing is that many times we don't have to tell people to buy our book because if you are feeding people every day, then they want to follow you. If you feed a dog every day, the dog will follow you. If you feed a cat, the cat will follow you. And so if you feed people daily, then they will eventually feel as if they owe you an obligation to buy your resources. And so you can use that as a medium to put your books into people's hands. And so the important thing is to develop yourself to grow as an individual. But also, when you are growing as an individual, your platform will eventually grow. And then you can market your book from here gradually. Awesome. And so just to, just to cap it off, before we hand back over to Mr. King, um, the idea for us, Mind Food, is that mm. your books are legacy. Yeah. They are means to create a legacy for you. So while you are employing all the strategies, and I know Sir Francis you know, told you guys about it and he's going to talk some more, while you are implementing all your marketing strategies and so on, you are also remembering that this book is here for the long term. And so your book should outlast you and your children's children because anybody should be timeless. Anybody should be able to pick your book up, read it, and say, yes, this has value. Wonderful. Wonderful insights there. Just, just, in just uh, less than a minute or so, wonderful insights already from both authors. My first question is um, to Daniela. You wrote a book in two months. I know, I don't know if you have a twin brother that was written with you also that you, you hide in the corner. I'm not sure. But I don't know. But tell me, tell me, how did you? Was it you alone? Was there no clone and a twin there with you? How did you do it all by yourself in two months? Now, to be fair, that that two months is kind of a feint. Um, I had unknowingly done the research to get my book done. Uh, okay. Typically, when you write a book, it's based on experience, it's based on research, it's based on you know maybe reading other books. Um, I had the experience because I had been a coach for three years, right? Not, I mean, not obviously I didn't know I was going to write a book, but you know, I would pull from that. Then the research part is that well, when you're a coach, you kind of have to do the research. You're forced to, because you have to talk about things that, you know, if you're saying, do this, do that, do this and do that. And you're not sure if it's going to work. I mean, come on, you know, what kind of coach would that make you? But the, the major thing for me was that particular year, I said, you know, I need to add more value to myself. 
And the way I saw that I should do that is to read more. You know, I, I saw a direct correlation between when I read more books a year and, you know, how well I do, whether it be um, how much more decisions I can make, how much value I add to my clients, or even how much more money I make. So I said, I'm going to read a book a week, which, you know, when I started the year, it seemed a lot easier, but it was actually a hefty task, but I actually kept up to it, kept up with it. So when I got the idea for my book, I was already about 45 books in, and luckily most of the books were self-help books. So when I got to the point where it's like, hey, I have an idea for a book, I have some chapter ideas, it really wasn't difficult to put it together because I'm just thinking about the books I read, what did I like, what didn't I like? And again, lucky for me, thing is just, you know, I'm, I'm big on, on religion and stuff and God and seeing that the connections, I was very, the dust kind of just connected. So for example, when it was time to write, I, I, I reached out to some author friends. My sister had just written a book for fun and actually the best I got, advice I got was from her. She said, hey, you know, just write every day. And it sounded so simple. That's what I did. I picked the best period where I'm most fresh, creative, which for me is in the morning. And I said, this is the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to write for 30 minutes. I'm going to write for an hour, however long it can be. Typically, it ended up being an hour. And you'll be surprised. You write an hour every day. And I'm sure Jamara and Natasha know what I'm talking about. You write every day a half an hour 20 minutes an hour you're gonna have a book within two three four months trust me trust me or not even if you're not producing gold every single day you're gonna have enough content to create a book so it two months seems like a, a short time time frame but if you're if you if you want to write books and you're writing every day it's actually not and i pick up something right there already power of small habits the power of the um Small, small, small progress daily, continuously, and consistency. You know, I mean, sometimes with something is you see a big mountain, we say, Hey, we can climb it, but how do you eat an elephant a bit at a time? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. First, before I even answer the question, Daniel, you did exceptionally well with your question a while ago because a lot of people think that you can get up and just write a book without reading anything. You are crazy. <laughs> You're just absolutely mad. What are you going to write? Are you just going to write whatever comes to your mind? Half the stuff that comes to your thought or is a thought most likely you heard it somewhere a lot of times they're not factual so it takes research it takes reading if you don't read your vocabulary won't change if you don't read you won't know how to adjust your sentences or how to speak to your audience and all these different things so i love that i love 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 your response now for me i went through so much trauma and tragedy that i never really wanted to share my story because I had gone through so much. It was not until I got to a point where I started telling people about what I went through, I realized that people really needed the inspiration. At that point, Sir King, I could no longer be selfish. When I was called on to say, hey, Nas, come, I want you to talk to these people, encourage them, whatever, I just said, you know what, I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. And so it made perfect sense to put it in a book so that it could get around to more people. Of course, I, I'm not going to be able to be on a platform to speak mm -hmm. to everyone on the planet. But when my book is in Kindle form, everybody can get a copy, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> everybody mm -hmm. can possibly, possibly get a copy. 
And so I just, we just have something inside of us and same thing for, you know, Sir Francis and yourself, mm -hmm. Sir King, every, every author, there yes. is something that is inside of us that is not selfish, that wants other people to win, that has a story to share yes. and is intended, intended on using that story to inspire other people to change. If authors out there and future authors, one of the things that you, you must learn to understand is that you must learn to tell story well. Yes. Um, you learn to extract wisdom from out of story. The best storyteller you can find is Jesus. Jesus teaches you a lot of story, and this is a simple truth that I will leave with you. The truth is that story sells, facts tell, but story sells. If you want to tell, if you want to sell an idea, you you must relate it with their story. I trust that you enjoyed those tips and you found them insightful and that they will inspire you on your own writing journey. This is Ruth Taylor saying, thank you for listening to another episode of the Authorpreneur Secrets podcast. We want you to go pen it to win it, take charge of your publishing and dominate authorpreneurship. Ta for now, until next time. I'm Tamara Francis, educator and editor. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast with your network. If you'd like to increase your impact and income with books, visit authorpreneursecrets.com for more resources, including the books, Pen It to Win It, and Authorpreneur Secrets. Join the Authorpreneur Secrets Academy membership group for courses, coaching, and community support to write, publish, and win with books. Until next time, go pen it to win it.